0: I'm Issa, and I'm open. I'm Renee, and I'm honest. And this is the Open and Honest
1: podcast. Welcome to the second episode of Open and Honest, a podcast where we're having open conversations on just about everything. Before we get started, let's learn a little bit more about your hosts. I'm Issa, and I'm an esthetician. Besides that, in my free time, I write pieces for my blog, La Porto Mexicana, which means Mexican and Portuguese combined. So being Mexicana and Portuguesa, I got La Porto Mexicana.
0: And I'm Renee. I'm an only child who currently works in the social media industry. I love what I do, and I'm excited to see where my career path takes me. Let's get into yours and my favorite part of the show, Things Celebs Said, where we're sharing our thoughts on what your favorite celebrity said this week. So we know that love doesn't always make sense. And that was pretty clear on the premiere episode of The Bachelor when Peter Weber had a pretty emotional reaction to seeing his ex, Hannah Brown. Basically what happened, since I know that you don't watch The Bachelor, is Peter had a bunch of women come to the house and meet him for the very first time. Well, his ex, Hannah Brown, who was The Bachelorette the previous season, also showed up. She showed up about three times in that episode, and social media had a lot to say they about had it. a frenzy. That was a lot. <laughs> Peter Weber.
1: Renee. I don't even watch it, and that was a lot.
0: No, literally, this pissed me off. Like, watching it, because I'm actually watching no, it yeah, this season, do. it pissed me off.
1: I I laughed so hard just because I saw all the memes and I was like oh I know her wasn't she here last season
0: yeah she was here last season (laughs) she was but like it just doesn't make sense like you invite all these new girls just for you to like freak out when you see your ex again like
1: that is not okay I can just imagine how imagine being I can't really imagine because I'm never gonna be on that but imagine being up there and then you see this guy that you think you're gonna fall in love with and his ex comes in and you're like oh no Go but
0: that, but that's a thingy so like it wasn't just one time it was two times what do you mean like she came twice like it was like a three-hour like premiere episode we saw her twice the oh, first I thought
1: she got there and like stayed for the rest like she was well no it. she
0: showed up so like they all come to the house one by one and she showed up as one of the one like uh, she like, came she out the limo. the limo yeah and so all the girls are in the house and they're like what the hell like hannah brown's here and Hannah then, Brown. yeah, and then she shows up again, and, like, she, she's telling the story about, like, how they had sex four <gasps> times. Yes, dude. What? Yeah, that was, like, the challenge. It was, like, you're supposed to s-
1: tell a story. Why was she crying? Why was why was everybody talking about how she was crying and she didn't wear waterproof mascara she wants to him see back. ex? She wants them back. But she wants that all thing who? back.
0: She, the last season, they were, it was, like, the last two people or whatever, she chose the other guy.
1: Okay, so it's her fault. So exactly. she can't just come back and you, ask for him back when she tried to get somebody else. Exactly. Had somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. That's the whole thing I don't like about The Bachelor because you're just constantly fighting for one person. Yeah. I don't need to be fighting for anybody.
0: But like imagine if that happened in real life like you chose some it, so like you're it basically does happen I like, was gonna
1: say it wouldn't but it would
0: but yeah it would like you're dating to you're dating somebody you choose the other person and then it doesn't work out with the other person so, so you try to go back to the, back the other to person them. That's, yeah, like, when no, that's the person a, you're talking to starts dating another girl or whatever, and then it doesn't work yeah, out, and they're like, like they, oh, come, let me come back to you. I still got you. Yeah. I feel like I've had that situation happen to me. Like, I've, date, like, dated somebody or talked to somebody, and then they go and date somebody else, and then as soon as, like, that person breaks up with them, it's like, oh, what's up with you? Where you at? I don't know
1: if I have, but I, I probably have. <laughs> I have. I feel like everybody has. But, like... You just don't know it. You don't know that you're the other You
0: person. don't know that you're the But, like, in this situation, I did know, like... I had a relationship or like, you
1: know, like a situation with that person. And then here they are again. But except theirs is on reality TV. It's on the television for everybody to see. I just feel like there's always something happening around this Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown. This Hannah Brown character. Hannah Brown. (laughs) There's always something. She's always everywhere on my feed. She's, she's a lot.
0: She's got to go. We got to get rid of her. Her her season is over. It's time for you to go, Move Hannah on. Brown. Move
1: on, Hannah Brown. Move next. on. Next. <laughs> All right. Speaking <laughs> of next, <laughs> our next celebrity situation is the lovely Prince Harry and Meghan Markle announcing their bombshell decision to step back from their senior royal roles and work towards financial independence on Instagram. Specifically, quote unquote, they said, After many months of reflection and internal discussions, we have chosen to make a transition this year in starting to carve out a progressive new role within this institution. We intend to step back as senior members of the Royal family and work to become financially independent while continuing to fully support her majesty, the queen. How do you feel about that? I didn't, I just saw it on social media. Um, I didn't like see it on the news or anything. I don't watch the news, but I'm so happy. Like literally so just because it's such happy. A change. I'm so happy.
0: Like there's no other explanation except for I'm so happy because the way that they have treated Meghan Markle is not okay the royal family like just Meghan markle or just in general the world like just her yeah like the whole the whole world oh yeah the way that they've attacked her they've come for her the fact that she's like african-american all these different things they've come for her so hard during her pregnancy during all these different things like made her feel like she doesn't have a place in the royal family or anywhere in
1: reality we know nothing about their life exactly
0: so like for prince harry to make a decision that's gonna be the best thing for his family regardless of what anybody else is gonna think about it i am here for it snaps all of the shit like he gets all all of the praise like for just making a decision that we know a lot of people are gonna be upset about but it's what's best for him
1: and the fact that you think oh what's the queen gonna think about this what's the queen what's the queen just because she is at the top of the hierarchy and she's all about it like in Everything that I've read about this situation, she's their number one supporter. And since the beginning, she's, like, one of the top people who's been supportive of their relationship. You know what I mean? And everybody talks about how, oh, what's the royal family thinking? What are they doing? What's, um... What's the other... Kate Middleton? I was like, mm. what's her name? <laughs> that other princess? What are they thinking of this and that? What in reality, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's what's best, like you said, for your own family, for your relationship... And that's the step that they took, and I'm here for it. Like, like we are here for it, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle.
0: There's nothing else to say. Like, it's what's best for them. Like, what yeah. else can you say? Like, yeah, you can be upset about it, I guess. But even he's eighth in line to be to be the king or whatever.
1: It's not happening. So it's not soon. like he's
0: gonna. You know what I mean? It's not really affecting anything other than the fact that like you want them to be a part of the royal family. Like,
1: yeah, they're just a part of it. But what do they really do? Exactly. I mean, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Really t- don't I don't know, know how that all
0: works, it. but Eighth and Line like tells me lot- <laughs> you're not really doing anything right now. <laughs> we're not doing much. You, go so. to the United States. I want to see you around town. Come, come, move to where I live. I want to see yeah, you I Whole what's Foods and all this like, what? Well, they said they want to move to the United States. I'm like, move here. <laughs> so come I, can, come to San Diego. I can see we'll you while I'm picking here. out my produce and stuff <laughs> in the
1: you in the grocery store. I can take you to the gates. Yeah, seven is actually unoccupied.
0: Like I, I'm here for it. So come to the United States. You're more than welcome. We got you. We'll, we'll take you on a little tour of the city. If you choose take San Diego you. as your home.
1: little baby Markle, <laughs> grow
0: up here. I'll babysit all the stuff. I, I got you. I got you guys. We got you. So right. transitioning into our last thing that a celebrity oh, said this week. So excited for that. I one. know. I'm so excited too. I've been excited for all three I of know. them <laughs> now. Like just to like really <laughs> talk about it. Um, so this last one. I feel like you should introduce it because you were the one that kind of brought it to my attention. I love her. Yeah. And you love her. I don't know much about her either. And we went
1: last, yeah, last year in September, we went to Sephora we went to see her. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Nikki Tutorials. She's literally my favorite YouTuber, makeup guru, all of that since I started doing makeup. And me and my mom have actually talked about this before, but it was never obviously i didn't know for sure neither did my mom but just little things being around i mean i have a lot of like gay uncles and people in my life so i feel like you kind of start to differentiate a little bit when you talk to people um but nikki tutorials today came out as transgender so this was big just because i mean if you don't really watch youtube and you don't pay attention to makeup gurus maybe you don't know who she is she's not like a huge celebrity but in the makeup world she definitely is and mind you Nikki is what she's like six six foot I think six foot one six foot two something but she's incredibly incredibly tall so this is kind of like the main thing everybody would talk about when you see her like oh she's tall like a man she's a giant whatever which is because she actually was born a guy um And the main thing that we were talking about earlier, because obviously this came up in our group message, oh my God, Nikki Tutorials is transgender, um, was because one thing that she said in her YouTube video today was that she didn't tell her partner until later and they're still dealing with it. So she's engaged to, I don't her name. his name's Dylan. Mm -hmm. Um, She's engaged to Dylan and she's talking about this as if she didn't tell him until really later in their relationship. And so what we were talking about in our group message between all of us was just that, of course, honesty. So how would you feel if, you know, months into your relationship, you found out that your significant other is transgender? Of course, if you love somebody, it's it shouldn't matter. But this is something that's really big. Mm-hmm like
0: yeah so first I want to say congrats to Nikki and I know she's probably yeah I know she's probably not (laughs) listening to this but either way still congratulations that is such a big step to just come out and feel like you're in a space now to share that with your
1: friends and family and she's been on YouTube since she was literally like 18 years old and she's in her late 20s
0: yeah so that's huge like this is a huge moment and
1: she talks about I was transitioning while I was making YouTube videos that's crazy like going through so the yeah, process.
0: congratulations on just being in a space where you can share that with people. But what I would say in regards to the conversation yeah. of like whether or not she should have told her significant other, I say absolutely yes. And I feel like if you're not in a position where you can share those things... I think maybe in that in that moment, it's not a time to date. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, obviously, I'm not in the LGBTQ community. Yeah, so like. I'm speaking from the outside. And I'm speaking on like, what I would hope that I would do mm-hmm. or like what I would expect from maybe if I was if I was in the position of being her fiance yeah. or husband Just in or boyfriend general, being with somebody you would expect. I, w- I would want them to tell me yeah. um, not that it would necessarily change anything. But I think it's something that like, w- the other person deserves to, to know. know like those huge things in your yeah. life like i i think that the person decides deserves to know um i think about it like if you're entering in a relationship with somebody who like just got diagnosed with cancer like i'd want to know that you had cancer mm-hmm. because that's a big thing like oh, I, definitely. I know that that's going to take up a large part of our relationship the same thing with like you being transition like you transitioning you being um transgender like that's gonna be a huge part of your identity it is and I feel like that's something I want to know like same thing like when you first meet somebody you ask them what their race is because that's a huge part of their identity like me being african-american that's huge you know um so if you're somebody who maybe um isn't african-american and I start dating you you know that like some of our cultural like the cultural parts of our lives are going to yeah. be different you know so the same thing like because you're transgender some of the things that are in your life are going to be different and not that the i'm going to look at you are your be different. experiences exactly that's a better word experiences are going to be different so i feel like because i'm your partner and we're entering into a relationship together or we're starting to talk or whatever like i want to know that about yeah. you but i also understand the aspect of it like maybe she wasn't in a place where she was comfortable but then for me it's like that makes me feel like you're not comfortable with yourself to
1: me or Oh, yeah. With yourself yet. Ooh. You know? Yeah, and w- with regards to that, I just think there's so many different aspects. So, like, different points specifically to her because if she's not comfortable with herself, she's, she transitioned, she started transitioning when she was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. She was 14. In elementary school, would already wear dresses to school, like, as a little boy. So, I'm just thinking, of course, I can't even, I can't judge her and I can't speak for her, mm-hmm. but... You've had almost 20 years to kind of go through this. Wouldn't you think that you were at that point? But then again, she's in the public eye and you do have to be able to trust anybody that you tell. And that's the reason that she even came out today was because people were threatening her. People that knew were threatening to out her. So she had to come out and say it regardless of if it was on her terms or not. So that's another thing too, like the privacy matter of it, because she is in the public eye, um, but also, you've had so long to come to terms with it, wouldn't you think? Ethically, morally, morally, (laughs) morally, um, just knowing that you're transgender and being with somebody, you would think that, okay, this is something exactly that you said you need to know from the get-go. Just because it's something that, being in a relationship, you you have to know that. But, I mean, there's so many different factors. We could go on and on and literally come up with a million theories, but at the end of the day, It was just interesting to hear that she didn't tell him until way later in their relationship. Um, I mean, they're still together, which is great. They're dealing with it. Right. That's the whole, Mm -hmm. I mean, the gist of it. But, yeah, just ties back into our topic of today of love. And one of those things is being honest and having that sort of communication with your partner all the time. I mean, even if it's hard and you have to make tough decisions... um, it has to happen just if you want to be in a healthy relationship and see it through, right? And I'm I'm just saying like I would want to know. Oh, de- no, don't. that's like the bit like <laughs> I know, whether definitely. or
0: not I feel like she's right or wrong. Like that's my opinion, yeah. you know. But like I'm, I would want to know. Like I would need, I would need you. I would want you to tell mm-hmm. to tell me because it's like something that you're almost like.
1: Yeah.
0: I know it's not lying, but it's like you're keeping you're something keeping from
1: something. Me, yeah, you're
0: from keeping me intentionally, you Ooh, know. Yeah. But also, I think about it like maybe she
1: wanted to live her life, and then also you can think of it in the in the way that she's been living this life for so long; it's just a part of her. That and that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like she wanted to live her life. Yeah. So as what you she don't, exactly as what she is,
0: as what she mm-hmm. feels. You know what I mean? Like I'm a woman. There's nothing exactly. else to it. There's like,
1: no more that you need. Yeah, because I'm a woman. I'm that's a woman. All that's that matters.
0: it. So, but you yeah. have to also. Be mindful that not everybody has that same that mentality. Same and so you have to give people
1: who don't have that same mentality an opportunity to like... To come to terms with it. Come to terms with yeah. it, yeah. And have, grow into that same mentality. At least you would hope that they would.
0: Because the same way that you allowed yourself to grow into transitioning, so it was a transition. Like, you had time as... You know what? Yeah, you had twenty years to come to terms with exactly. It. You transition. It took time. Exactly. You have to allow people who maybe who don't don't have share that same mentality with you to transition as well. To you know, I love you as a person. I love you. You're who I want to be with. This part of it maybe beforehand wasn't something I'm comfortable in, but because I'm I love you, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. But you have to give the person the opportunity. I I still feel.
1: Yeah, I think so. I agree, definitely. I would want to know. Just because, like you said, you're keeping something from somebody, yeah, I would and just, just in general, it's such a huge fact. <laughs> like it's literally it's an huge I- an identity,
0: an identity. Know? It's who you I are. I just think
1: it's something that I would want to know, just flat out.
0: Yeah, I would nothing just more know. to it. I yeah. would just
1: want to know. Period. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck.
0: Each month, we've decided to focus on one overall theme so you can expect every week to intertwine in some way. Last week, we talked about I, and as promised, we're moving on to us. Basically, we went from discussing our hopes for 2020 to now figuring out what we want from love.
1: Alright, so today we kind of want to touch on something that obviously hits close to home with us because it involves our parents a little bit. I want to know, Renee, how do you think that your relationship with your parents has shaped the outcome and how you view and how you are in relationships?
0: For me, what I learned from my parents' relationship is that I want a friendship first. I feel like regardless of whether your relationship has ups or downs, you being friends first really helps to take you through any and everything. I think I've seen that with my parents because they met when they were 18 years old and didn't get married until they were like 28.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that they hadn't met so young
0: until recently. Yeah, so that's something that I recently learned too. But I feel like that built a foundation or like Mm -hmm. over the years they were able to build a foundation because they knew each other as people. It wasn't just, you know, two weeks and we're making all these amazing, you know... (laughs)
1: Two weeks? <laughs> what are you trying to say here? I parents no. got married after two weeks. I'm
0: just saying, <laughs> like, they, they weren't making these huge, you know, steps life or life decisions. And so it's like they took their time to get to know each other. And I feel like that was important for them. And um, I think it was really shaped what I am looking for mm-hmm. in a relationship. I want to be friends first. I think something else that I'm looking
1: for is, like, that timing. Like, I want to yeah. have the time to get to know you. Yeah, because they went through like big phases of their lives together through their early 20s, middle, late 20s, like all of those huge milestone ages kind of.
0: And even like the relationships that I've been in this far, I feel like they've been in different sections of my life. Mm -hmm. And so they've had like a different like different levels of maturity. So my first relationship, I was in like 15 or 16 years old. And that was very different from the relationship I entered when I was 21. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I feel like that's also important to recognize that like, as you grow, like you're growing to different phases of your life. And so I need to know how we grow into different phases together. And I feel like that can't be done in a short period of time. Like, I want to know who you are, I want to learn you, I want to have time to get to know your fears and your wants and your needs and like how you love and what you need out of love. And I feel like that takes time. Definitely. And I feel like that takes like a bond that is not only romantic, but it's like we were friends first. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's what I'm looking for. Just somebody who is my best friend who I can essentially do life with.
1: Yeah. And that's what you want in a life partner.
0: Is somebody I can do, yeah, do life with and just wants to explore and have fun and enjoy life. And that's where I am right now. What about you?
1: Learned, like you? I think I definitely learned, like you said, um, I want this person to be my best friend. And I don't think a month of knowing somebody is long enough to do so. And that's just like heat of the moment. It's fun, spontaneous, and you got two fabulous children out of it. But at the end of the day, you're you're not friends. And I never saw them be friends, I think. They were a team because they had to be for me and my brother to build home and teach us what we needed to learn. But at the end of the day, I want my partner to be my absolute best friend. And I think I've been pretty good about that because I'm very, you know, I'm gonna joke with you, I'm gonna be myself with you. Um, but we also need to be able to grow together, like we just stated. So I agree a lot with what you said of what I want um out of a relationship, but it was an opposite way of learning it,
0: you know? Yeah. Like what you don't want yeah. as opposed to what you want. To be able to find that. Uh-huh. But I also feel like that's a big lesson because, oh, it like, is. as I, like, move through, like, this love space, I guess is what I'm going to call it. I've learned a lot at this point of what I don't want. And that has been bigger for me than, like, me. Like, that has helped me more to figure out what I do want.
1: Oh, definitely. That's you know what, I what I mean. mean? Like, ex- knowing what I don't want has made me realize what I do want. Exactly. Because I was repeating a lot of the same, and I talk about this all the time with my mom, and it took me until a few months ago to be able to maturely sit down and realize with her, too, that I was repeating the same mistakes. And that has definitely recently opened my eyes to, that's exactly what I don't want, and I know what I do want going forward. And we've sat down and said, so my mom calls it La Escuela del Aguante. So that's, the school of tolerance and she learned it from her mom her mom literally just took everything from not took everything physically but took it all from my grandfather and my mom watched that so my mom repeated those same mistakes you know those mm-hmm. same steps and it was her process she had to live through it and go through and live through an entire marriage years a whole life's worth um to realize that she was doing the same thing luckily it didn't take me that long yeah but I was like, I did the same exact thing. Yo fui a la escuela de la guanta. I went to the school of tolerance with my mom and my dad. And then I was doing the exact same thing. Just putting up with shit that I didn't need to be putting up with. Because it's nobody's shit to put up with than yours. And that's exactly what I'm talking about growing individually. Like, you need to deal with your shit first. Mm -hmm. Before you drag me down with it. And me too. I need to grow so that I'm able to say, like, that's your stuff to deal with and not mine. Um, So that's, like, definitely a huge thing. But for the most part, I've definitely learned a lot from it. Just being able to realize, like, I'm doing the same exact thing that I said I wasn't going to do, you know? Me too.
0: I I also think part of, like, looking at – so I I think, like, the the relationships that I saw as a kid – were very like old school relationships mm, as well, yeah. so it's like not just my parents; it was my grandparents, it was my mom's sisters, it was your parents, it was all these you know different people in, in relationships and yeah. marriages. And I think it also brought upon this like idea in my head that like I don't know if I'm ever going to be a wife in the way that, like, society expects me to be Definitely. a wife.
1: And I think that also goes back to the idea, or not idea, the fact that both of our parents are older.
0: Yeah. You know? But it's very old school. Yeah. Like, and I feel like we've had this conversation before, like, of just, like, how much pressure there is on a woman to be this perfect wife like yeah. I'm it's expected yeah I'm expected to go to work just like you but I'm also expected to come home and take care of the house take care of our family take care of all these different things mm-hmm. and it's a lot as a woman like just I, as a person yeah what is left for you after doing all, of all that? that and so it's like I'm in a space right now where like I need somebody who's okay with not having a traditional relationship Mm -hmm. and by that I mean the woman cooks she cleans she does this she does that she does that not that I'm not going to do those things I have
1: no problem doing those things it's going to be kind of under your circumstances when you're I mean yes but like it's going to be equal yeah
0: Like, we're going to be partners in this. We're building something together. So it's, like, we're both contributing to this house. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just, like, because I'm a woman, I'm doing these things. Because you're a man, you're doing these things. It's, like, yeah, there's things that we're both going
1: to be better at. Well, yeah, because in the workspace, you're expected to do the exact same. Exactly. So it's, like, I want to equally share in the house. So it's, like, if you cook, I'll clean.
0: You know, if I wash all the clothes and you see me struggling, you can help me. You can help or fold, fold them. Fold them after. Or if you're out in the in the yard, you know, I'm probably not going to be going. <laughs> but I will stand out there with you, stand <laughs> you with an electronic. Yeah, but like you know, so there's some things where like yeah, I I know my take. husband might do yeah, but I want it to be a give and take relationship, and I feel like there's a lot of pressure on us, like based on the relationships that I've seen, to be this perfect wife. And I actually had this conversation with somebody recently and they said, um, you know, I feel like my last relationship didn't work out. I'm not meant to be a wife. And I oh. said, What makes you feel like you're not meant to be a wife? Like are it's you the idea of a life? Yeah, wife like that you you, you don't think like you're meant to be a wife and like what society thinks you're meant to be a wife, but like you're a, a wife the way you're a wife is how your husband needs you to be a wife. And the
1: way that you're able to be a wife.
0: Yeah. So I think like that just I don't
1: know. I've had like a lot of I think it's also, like, since you're little. Because when I was little, I grew up saying, it's like, I want to be a wife when I'm older. I want to be a mom. I want to do this and this. Because we had that idea so ingrained, like, that that's what it was going to be. And then it's until now that we're realizing who we kind of are as people Then you can say, like, all right, I'm not going to be that picture-perfect idea of a wife, but I'm going to be the best that I can be. Right. I'm going to give you all that I can. I'm definitely, I'm not saying that I'm not going to do all of those things, like you said, but right, I'll do exactly what I feel needed, and I can do to my extent.
0: And for some women, it works; like yeah. they yeah. like that, you know, and they traditional can just stay at
1: home. Yeah. Exactly. But for me, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know about all that because. And so I need I somebody like who,
0: yeah, I need somebody who's okay with that. And so that's also something, excuse me, that I've learned from. Like, looking at other relationships, like, and relationships that I grew up seeing, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to be a wife like you. Like, my mom, like, watching her, she's a fantastic wife, like, literally like my dad will have people come into town and w- we have maybe stayed at their house before but she'll order the same exact things that we had at their house so that when they come here they feel like they're at home
1: exactly like, and they know that you pay attention
0: as yeah, well like she just does all these little things like if somebody sends my dad something she'll send thank you cards if this and you know what I mean like she's a fantastic wife and so I feel like it's a lot of of pressure pressure to be just as good as a wife as she is. Like, I'm going to be Renee, and I bring different things to the table, but, like, that doesn't make me any less
1: of a partner. You know what I mean? No, I definitely get what you mean. And I didn't necessarily see exactly that growing up. Like, I feel like that's, like, your mom fits into a perfect mold of a wife. But she still works. No, exactly. She's the hardest working woman I mean, I think we all think our moms are the hardest working women, but I've never seen a day that I didn't see your mom or my mom working. And at the end of the day, they did exactly what they needed to do to be the best mom. My mom, too, she would work since, still does, since the moment she woke up, literally until one in the morning, doing everything she could for her work, but was still up to take us to school, pick us up and have a full meal, take us to practice three times a day, pick us up, come home, make dinner, and still keep working. So they did exactly what they needed to do to be the best mom, to be the best wife. Oh, I hope they're listening to this. I know. We need some extra points. We need some extra (laughs) points right
0: now. (laughs) My birthday's coming up in like nine months. I I need some extra points.
1: (laughs) Start building them up. Uh, No, but really, I think even though the relationship that I saw wasn't perfect, well, we just went into the being, like, the perfect wife. Now. I know. Talking about a relationship. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> but this is,
0: like, what Nobody I did does. learn from, like, yeah. my my parents' relationship. Like, I've or not what I learned, but, like, I felt like I took away this, this, like, understanding that, like, I had to be a perfect wife. No, you yeah. know what I mean? And I've worked through it with myself, and it's like, no, I'm coming into this
1: as me. As me, exactly. And the, I don't compare myself to... My mom or your mom. I just think it, it was like interesting to see what we took away from both of our parents' relationships, but I don't think that actively I think I need to be this and this and this in this relationship because I'm exactly who I need to be in this moment, mm-hmm. who I can be for you in this moment. If I don't get up at five in the morning to make you coffee right now, I'm so sorry. I'm Maybe tired. Maybe tomorrow I will. Get a career, pop that shit <laughs> in.
0: Alright, so now that we've gone over our history, and what relationships we've seen growing up, I want to know more about where you are now in your love journey. Love, guys. In your love journey.
1: <laughs> love journey. What yeah. did you call it earlier? Love space. Love space. <laughs> well, my current love space <laughs> Break it down for is us. doing fabulous, is fabulous. I'm currently in a relationship, very okay. new, very fresh, but... It's going really well. I'm very, very happy. Um, so, all things considered, what we grew up looking at, what I don't want, definitely helped shape um, where I am right now. So,
0: would you say this is more of what you do want? Yes. Okay.
1: 100%. And, and I what think is that? I kind of realize that every day. Okay. Um, what I do want, I think what I was just talking about, how we both have to be able to grow and have our own stuff going on individually and together like at the end of the day you know build your own empire and then we'll build one together Mm -hmm. not saying we're in the process of you know building an empire right now but I think that is what we're doing like he has everything going on for himself um so much going on and I have all of my stuff going on and I think that's super important because we're both growing as people but every day we kind of come together a little bit more and are growing and learning more about each other every day and I think that's exactly what I want like just for you to have your stuff going on but at the end of the day we're still gonna be able to come together talk about it all you know you know what Mm -hmm. I mean um and it's just healthy like there's communication there's laughter like it sounds so cheesy but literally one of the biggest things I've realized in the past um that I didn't have that's something that I craved so much is just being able to laugh with me and joke with me be you're a fool with me you know and I think of course it happens more behind closed doors just because you don't know everybody sees and not everybody has to see exactly how you are together um but at the end of the day you're gonna laugh with me care about me, I'm going to care about you, we're going to do everything that we can together, but also have your stuff going on on your own. It's not, like, codependent. You know, that's a big thing. Codependency um, that I've seen and I've had that I don't want in a relationship, and I don't have that right now. So, I'm really <laughs> thankful for that, just because it all goes back to what I said in the beginning. Right. I would
0: say for me, I'm currently... Single. I got out of a relationship in the beginning of last year, and I've really just decided to take time for myself and really figure out what it is that I want. So I'm going to be single almost going on a year now, which flew yeah, by, because I, I want to say I broke up with my ex about March, March, April, like around that time. And, you know, we're coming up on March and April soon. And I feel like I've generally been the happiest that I've been in my life yeah. yet. And not to say that, like, I haven't been happy before, but this is the happiest I've been because I've been able to be so selfish you with my be. time, with my energy, with who I choose to spend time with. Um, Yes, I've dated, like I've gone on dates with people, Um, you know, I've had times where like I felt like, okay, maybe I can get in another relationship with somebody. But ultimately, I've had, I've had conversations with people where I just say, I'm not ready for that. I want to be selfish, I want to continue to be selfish. And I've been super honest about it, like super Super blunt and honest. Like from the beginning, I'll say, I don't want a relationship. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm down to get to know you and see where it goes. But like, just know that I'm entering this in the mindset that like, I don't want anything with anyone. And it's been fun to just date, like to just, you know, go to the movies or go to dinner or go wherever and get to do whatever I want because I'm single and get to know people where like, I've never got the opportunity to do that. Like when I was in high school, my homecoming and my prom, like I went with my boyfriend like at the time. You know, I entered college in a relationship. I was maybe single for a couple months in college and then I got in another relationship. So I've just never had an opportunity to do what I want and just be selfish with it. And so when people come at me like, oh, you're going on all these dates, you're doing all these things. Oh, my God. like exactly what you should be doing. It's like this is exactly what I should be doing and what I want to do like this is what a lot of people do in their 20s I think the biggest advice that I've ever gotten in my life when I was like young I was probably 12 or 13 was date around yeah like there's so many flavors there's so many choices like date around to the point to where when you meet your husband or the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with, there is no question. It's like, no, that's him. Because I've tasted vanilla and I've tasted chocolate and Rocky Road and them all. Like, I know, like, you're the one. Like, this is it. This is what I want. So that's where I am right now. I feel like I've met people where I'm like, I like I said, I could be in a relationship with you, but it just hasn't been enough to give up myself.
1: To make you want to be in that relationship with them.
0: Yeah. And then also, so there's, like, another side of it where, like, I feel like I'm also, like, trying to work on myself and just, like, improve in a lot of different areas and, like, focus on things that are important to me, um... I've realized that in order to be in a relationship with somebody, you first have to be whole as a person. So, like, before us, there's me. And so if I'm not good, I'm not going to be good for you. We're not going to be good together. It's just not going to work because there's insecurities here. There's shit that I'm dealing with. There's shit that I haven't dealt with. Um, So there's a lot of things that I'm just working through, like – um, building up my confidence. A lot of people, you know, th- would think that I'm so confident because I'm like willing to just like talk to whoever and do all these things. And it's like, yeah, I'm confident in those sense. But like, I still have the days where like, I look in the mirror and I feel like shit or I wake up and I feel like shit or I'm like, I feel like I failed or I'm not doing enough. And so like, I want to get to a point where I'm like, okay with like everything that's going on in yeah, my 100%. life and I'm enough. So like, now that I know that I'm enough, I can enter this relationship with you and not be insecure about Whatever it is, you know what I mean? But I would definitely say insecurity has been a downfall in my relationships because even though I may not necessarily be the one who's like jealous, there obviously are points where it's like I do get jealous and I get insecure and I push that out on the person that I'm with and I make it about my insecurities. And so that's something that I've realized and I want to take time to work on it so that when I get into a relationship with somebody who I'm meant to be with there isn't an issue anymore.
1: No, I think insecurity when you were talking about it that's the biggest thing that um, I was like that stood out to me just because that's one of the things that I know now from like trial and failure, trial and error that I need definitely 100% because it goes hand in hand with trust. The your own insecurities <laughs> Are, there's going to be a lack of trust because of that in your relationship. And that was a huge downfall for me. And right now, I think like that's one thing that I completely trust my partner. I think, especially for me, my mentality has always been, until you give me a reason not to trust you, I will. Mm-hmm. So that's just a, just a big thing. But insecurity goes hand in hand with it because if you can't be completely confident that your partner... Um, is gonna be just loving you, and only you, it's because you have, not demons, but so many thoughts going into your head, and I've been there too, you know, you're just so insecure, like, well, is he doing this, and this, and this, it's my fault, it's this, and that, there's gonna be no trust, and without trust what do you really,
0: yeah, have, but for know? me, I don't even think it was that, like, my insecurity isn't, like, oh, uh, you know what I mean, like, oh I think you're doing all these things I don't think that's where I was insecure mine was like I constantly need you to tell me that you love me that I'm beautiful that all these things Uh, that like reassure me reassure that you're happy in this that you're this that you're that feeling like I'm not enough so like that's where my insecurity comes in and so I feel like it becomes a lot because it's like if that person can't meet my expectations of like struggle yeah of like I need you to say this at this time I need you to be this at this moment it's a lot for somebody you know what I mean and so if I get to to yeah and if I get to a place where like I'm okay with just you know what I mean where I can like find those things in myself I won't look for somebody not that they're not yeah not that it's not nice but it's like I can't expect anybody to reassure me like I have to be confident in myself to where I'm entering in a relationship with you and I don't need you to necessarily do anything to for me but this is nice
1: yeah, it's just like a plus. It's yeah, an added plus. It's like when somebody brings you flowers. I mean, obviously not the same thing, but I don't need you to bring me flowers every single day because I don't need them. It's not a token of how much you love me or how secure our relationship is. It's just because you want to. And it's a great little surprise when you do it. Same with when you get those compliments and that reassurance. Oh, you, I love you so much. You look so beautiful today. It's great that you're telling me, mm-hmm. but I know. Right. Thank you so much, but I already know that within myself, so I don't need you to just shower me with it every single twenty four seven, just for my own, you know, confidence. Because right. that, like you said, it has to come from you.
0: But I think, like in the phase of like where you were, where you're supposed to build that up, I was in a relationship, so I was yes, getting that never able from to. my relationship. So I was never in a place where like I was able to give it to myself. So like, that's what I realized. And like, that's why I've decided to like, take a break. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can really like somebody. I can think you're an amazing person, but like, for me, I know I'm not in that place yet. I don't, I don't need this right yeah. now.
1: No, definitely. And I haven't been in a relationship for as long as you were at all. And that advice that you got, I got the same thing from my aunt. She was like do whatever the hell you want, because this is the time that it's your you have life. to do it. It's exactly, it's your life. Like, just be safe. <laughs> don't, you know, spread your stuff around. Don't tell everybody every little thing that you're doing. And, you know, not that I'm with everybody, but yeah. um, you don't need to s- tell anybody. Do whatever you want to do in privacy and that's it. Live your life. And that's literally the advice that I got when I was probably the same age. Um, and like I said, during that time that you were with... Somebody for so long, I was single, so I kind of had that my high school and recently to figure all of that out. While you were in a relationship, you know, I was a third wheel while Renee was <laughs> with somebody. So we kind of had opposite experiences with that.
0: So I have a question for you because I know, like, the relationship that you were previously in, you you know, for you it really affected you because it was. I don't know the best word to say, but I'm going to say it was a dark time, I guess. And that was a relationship maybe that wasn't the best for you. But, you know, now you're in a relationship where you feel better Mm -hmm. in it. Um, But because, like, you didn't have that much time in between those two relationships, like, do you feel like you were still able to, like, work through your past relationship? And do you feel like it's possible to work through that and still be in the relationship that you're in now?
1: I do, just because we've talked about it so many times and I'll say it time and time again I was so checked out of that relationship physically emotionally mentally in every aspect that as soon as it was over it was like I just turned a page but not I'm not saying that I just completely shut that time you know out and into a corner because it was part of my life but I just feel like I completely kind of like clean slate like I turned the page and I was like I'm ready for whatever's to come and I think it definitely even looked different for me it looked different for everybody because of course like you could say oh it was too fast it was this and it was that but it looks different for me as well I wasn't expecting to get into a relationship you know but it happened and I'm so happy that it did honestly I'm so glad that it it did and my last relationship definitely did shape also like my parents, exactly what I don't want. And I've been very, you know, as far as I'm concerned, as my relationship has been progressing, it's everything that I could kind of hope for. Um, I don't want (laughs) to jump the gun and speak too soon, obviously, but I just think there's so many changes and I don't want to compare it at all and I don't want, but I mean, you kind of, in this circumstance, you kind of have to. Mm -hmm. But it's the complete opposite so my relationship, my last relationship I was like, I just felt like I was in a little cage, Mm -hmm. like completely in a little you know, box Mm -hmm. and it was super dark Um, the words that we don't want to (laughs) say abusive or you know, but it was it was very emotionally abusive and destructive to my persona, the person that I am and I think because of that, I've come into the person that I am right now so much better and stronger and willing just knowing what I deserve what I want what I don't want and so now I'm able to kind of vocalize exactly those things so
0: do you feel Um, like you're still healing from from your past relationship like or do you feel like you've truly because like like you said like yeah in a lot of ways it
1: was abusive um I think like I've definitely worked on it a lot in Mm -hmm. that time that I was, like, single after it. I worked on it, and I don't think that... Like, the... How do I even, like, say it? Like, have I healed from it? I mean, I think so, because I wouldn't have allowed myself, I think, to actually get in a relationship if Mm -hmm. I wasn't. And I said that before I got in a relationship. Um, And like I said, even if it doesn't look you know, relatively similar to what I thought it would look like my, like, journey after. Um, I think, yeah, I have to be honest with myself, and I wouldn't have been in a relationship if I was just going to be crying all the time, or, Mm -hmm. like, tearing this person down, not knowing what I want, you know, being abusive to that person, in a sense, I wouldn't have done that. Um, So I definitely do think that I've come, like, a long way since then. And I just feel good about it. Like, I just feel good.
0: That's good. And that's, like, what's important. I feel like a lot of people can probably give their two cents in this situation. Because, like, from the outside looking in, um, you know, it's like a lot of people would look at it and say it was rushed. You know, like, you... You finished one thing and then you got into another thing, but it's like at the same time, it's your journey. And like, if you knew that you're ready to be in a relationship, then you're ready to be in a relationship. Yeah. And I like recently like had this conversation with somebody, and they were saying that like a lot of times when people get out of a relationship, like they've waited for so long to get out of that relationship exactly. that by the time they're out, it's like they're ready. to. And that's to- exactly
1: how I felt. Like, we we had that conversation, you and I mm-hmm. as well. That's exactly how I felt just like once it was over it was like it just washed off of me and I was so ready just for the next chapter of my life and whatever came with it was gonna come and you know I wasn't expecting a relationship to come but it did Um, so
0: what do you want the next chapter of your love life to look like like what do you want from future love
1: I think well the way that I it's progressing right now exactly like I said like we have so much going on Um, on our own but it's so supportive and we said this the other day somebody asked like well what do you think of everything that he has going on and I was like what do you mean when I think like I'm completely supportive I'm on his team and he turned around and they even asked him oh is she 50% 100% supportive and he's like no 150% supportive like I'm right there with you whatever you want to do Of course, I'm going to give you my opinion if you ask for it, if you need it. If I see fit um, as your partner, I'm going to give you my two cents. But at the end of the day, whatever you want to do, I'm going to support you in it. And I think that's the biggest thing that I look for in a relationship. Now, like, after all of that is just support. Whatever I'm doing in my life, it's because I want to do it. I think it's best for me. I'm either excited for it, nervous for it, whatever it is, but I just need to know that you're behind me. Whatever my decision is, you know, even if I fail at something, you know, career-wise, if I would hope that it doesn't affect our relationship, you know, negatively, but I hope that it would also affect it positively and that you would see that side of it and just support me with whatever it is that I want to do. If I want to go work out in some... Booty shorts? (laughs) Obviously, it's not going to be, you know, so that anybody looks at me. But if that's what I want to do, I just need you to support me. If I want to, like right now, spend my Monday nights recording a podcast because that's a goal that I have and it doesn't really involve you, I would hope that you're still supportive because it's something that I have going on on my own as well as the stuff that you have going on on your own that doesn't involve me. You know, the business that you're growing... Great, You know, I'm going to support you all that I can. But I know that that's not a business that I started. Same with this. This is something that I have going on. And at the end of the day, we're going to talk about it. How was the recording? How was it? You know, how are the views going? Well, how is your program going? Like, have you sold more? Have you done this and this? How are your clients? We're going to talk about all that stuff. But we're, you know, it doesn't, in- you know what I mean? Like, it's stuff that we each have going on. And I just need your support and every single aspect emotionally you know work wise every, mm-hmm. everything right I feel like that's that's a good thing to want to continue like
0: for the future and yeah. like to look forward to to have mm-hmm. I what would, about you I would say for me my future love looks like a partnership agreed That's, like, what I want is just, like, a partner. Like, I want somebody who, like, like you said, like, has their own things going on, but we're able to come together and, like, build something together and build a life together. Somebody who I can be myself with. um, Something where there's not a lot of pressure. Somebody who is like me, who is supportive, who is patient, loving, all those things. Um, But ultimately, I just want a partner. Like, yeah. Best I want friend. a f- best friend like that's the kind of love that I want I don't need it to be overly romantic I don't need I'm you to either. take me to Paris and so kiss under the Eiffel Tower or whatever like those things are nice you know those like are fairy things, tale. those things are great yeah but I want somebody who is my best friend who I can truly build a life with and who I can see um, being a father to my kids who I can see being a part of my family, who's going to push me to keep relationships with my family because my family doesn't live in California. They all live on the East Coast. And so in order to have a relationship with them, I have to actively put in work. And so I need somebody who's like, as we grow older, is going to push me to continue to have those relationships, who's going to you know, push me to want to be my One best more. self. Not that I don't want those things for myself, but like I need somebody who's like going to be my motivation when I'm not motivated. Who's going to, you know, be patient with me when I have no patience. You know, all those different things. Yeah, like of be the be the extra when I don't have it, and I want to be the extra when you don't have it. Um, so I, like I yeah, I feel like I'm still figuring out exactly like what my love looks like, but I've decided that I'm no longer settling. So people might see me in a situation for like right now because it's fun and it's new and it's exciting um and a bored. <laughs> but know that like when I decide to be with somebody I didn't settle for this like this yeah. is who I chose and I think that's important no I because think so I, I think well. I've settled a lot um and it's honestly out of Like what I talked about earlier, being insecure, not feeling like I'm, like I'm enough, just wanting somebody because that's what I'm used to. Um, but I've come to the place where it's like enough is enough, like, you have to find something that's going to make you feel good no matter what. It's like, yeah, we might have bad, mm-hmm. bad days, but like, this makes me, that feel make yeah, me feel like, good. A person is going to make me feel Yeah. Like this makes me feel yeah. good. Like you make me feel good. It's like, yeah, we have bad days. We argue, we fight, you know, that's most relationships, whether that's your friend, your family, but like ultimately like you make me feel good as a person. You make me feel empowered. Mm-hmm. You make me feel, you know, all these different things. And I feel those things for myself as well. Yeah. So I think it's all about timing like I'm not in a time right now I'm not in a place right now where I can really date but I I'm proud of myself because I feel like I'm truly somebody who can look at myself and see what I'm doing wrong and be honest with myself
1: about what I need um Mm -hmm. so that's something I love about me yeah (laughs) definitely you've been super honest this whole this year with that process
0: so yeah I'm still working on it but you know, hopefully twenty twenty one, maybe we'll have <laughs> we'll have some love, but have some love action. Yeah,
1: but for now, I'm just really enjoying my life, the place that you're at. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and I, one thing that you said that struck out how you, all of your family's on the East Coast. That's definitely the best friend that's going to be there for me. Also, during the times that I don't have other people, not just because I need like a void, I need somebody there because I'm I am fine with being alone mm-hmm. I was alone most of the time um some now that my, like none of my family really lives here and that's fine for me like it's really not an issue but it's great to have somebody that I know like I want to be with you during mm-hmm. that free time and you want to be with me as well right not because we need to or that's the only thing that we have but because it's a want you know mm-hmm. I want to be here yeah. I want to do this with exactly. you exactly yeah I'm not a necessity hmm Definitely not there yet. Working on it but not there yet. No, and that's good that you recognize that. Alright, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of Open and Honest where we talked about the past, present, and the future, what we want um coming forward in the new year of romantic relationships. And stay tuned for next week's episode where we'll be talking about the evolution of non-romantic relationships so the evolution of our friendships and relationships with our parents peers all that good stuff
0: Woo! can't wait for you guys to listen make <laughs> sure you
1: subscribe you
0: to us no not subscribe follow us follow on us. instagram and twitter and Facebook. facebook and make yeah, sure that facebook. you stay tuned to all of our episodes thanks for listening bye guys
1: I'm Isa and I'm open. I'm Renee, and I'm honest, and this is the Open and Honest podcast.